welcome to Student Mental Health Podcast. We're your hosts, Marlon and Juliana. Tune in and listen to discussions about common mental health topics that we feel are not talked about enough in school environments. This podcast is meant to share resources and information to help you, our audience. And our episodes will mainly be based around mental health topics, discussions, and what that is like in school. So today's topic is test anxiety. And we know that a lot of students struggle with this, especially in the higher grades when coming into secondary, when work can really start to build up. So today we'll discuss this topic and try to raise a bit of awareness around it, uh, what it is, and some tips and tricks to help you experience less of the effects of it. Yes, we hope you enjoy. So first off, what is anxiety? Well, the symptoms of anxiety can be expressed in various forms for a lot of different people. So I know for me, for example, I start to get sweaty and I start to hear my own heartbeat, maybe start overthinking a bit. But more scientifically, it's your body's way of telling you that there's something in the environment that needs your attention. Yeah, it's when your adrenaline starts to rise and your dopamine starts to decrease. Um, For me, it's definitely my heart will start beating very fast. I'll start getting hot and sweaty and my head will start pounding. So high levels of anxiety cause your body to prepare to fight or run away from the perceived threat, commonly called the fight or flight response. The reason this might occur in school specifically is because there's a lot of pressures around school. You're expected to have high grades or maybe you were putting these expectations on yourself. But more specifically, before tests, you might feel that you didn't prepare enough or you're just nervous for the outcome. And this is more specifically called academic anxiety. Going into academic anxiety, because that's what we're going to be focusing on today, this has four major components, which is worry, emotionality, task-generated interference, and study skills deficits. And we'll talk about this more in depth, and we'll try and give you tips and tricks on how to not have problems in these four components. As I mentioned before, for exams, it's usually what the most common component of academic anxiety is, that is worry. So worry are thoughts and feelings that prevent you from focusing and successfully completing academic work. So if you're too worried about what will happen at the end or how little you study for exam, you're not going to be able to focus on what's actually happening in the exam. So like predictions, when you're predicting that you're going to fail, your body will actually visualize you failing, which is not what you're supposed to be focusing on at the moment. You need to be focusing on what's in front of you. And if you have these thoughts of the future failure or just self-degrading thoughts in general, you're going to do poorly overall in the process. Yeah. And especially if you know that you didn't study enough or if you're thinking, oh, I could have done so much more, so much more. I didn't do this, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Then you should be more focusing on, okay, what have I done and how can I use this? to actually succeed in some way because if you're just worrying overall then there's nothing that's going to help you in the end. Some effective techniques for managing this will be the opposite of what you're doing negatively so just use positive mental imagery think of yourself succeeding and this kind of links to visualizing just visualize yourself doing good stay calm and breathe and this will help you get rid of your negative and self-defeating thoughts and help you kind of work more productively throughout the test. And when you're in the situation itself, it might seem especially hard to be able to think positively. So one thing that I like to do 
or that I think is especially effective is focusing on your breath work because when you're experiencing these forms of anxiety before a test your heart starts to pound you start to panic and you start to hyperventilate almost so one thing that I would recommend is especially focusing on your breath taking deep breaths in deep breaths out or even following the square breathing technique which is you breathe in for the same amount of time you hold your breath for the same amount of time you breathe out and hold your breath again um yeah I typically do this for four seconds that's that's a really good idea Marla but also definitely just have these thoughts in your head while you're breathing while you're doing this technique just keep on telling yourself like I've studied I got this I'm gonna pass and once you start telling yourself this and you get rid of your negative thoughts you will definitely start to feel more calm because you know this like if you've studied if if you've done this work but you're just scared before the test you're just having this little moment of stress right before the exam just tell yourself I studied I got this and your feeling will be calm overall it, it is mm. scientifically proven that if you just have positive thoughts and you breathe, like Marla just said, you will do overall better. But if you keep telling yourself, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, then yeah, you're going to be scared and you're going to be anxious. Mm-hmm. And going back a few yeah. steps, if you actually did not study or you're not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing well with your study techniques, try altering your study methods because not studying can also create anxiety procrastinating can create anxiety and this is a really real thing that's not maybe easily solved and just think positive you know so yeah yeah more specifically last minute cramming is one of the probably worst things you could possibly do um definitely but you know everyone has these moments in their life where they just totally forgot or had other things and they just do last minute cramming and if you do do this and you know this so you if you just tell yourself like I'm going to stay calm I know I didn't study as much as I hoped I did but you can still go back and do the breathing and tell yourself like it's okay I'm Mm. gonna read and and reading carefully is so important reading the questions carefully reading the test and who knows maybe something will jog your memory you know so yeah Mm. definitely like it's okay we're not telling we're not saying don't do the last minute cramming but if you do then remember it's it will be fine you can always go back to the techniques that we just discussed yeah and more often than not there's also content that you just remember from class so in that case if you're last minute cramming staying up late that can actually be worse than not studying at all because if you're just resting your mind during the night and then coming back refreshed calm and it's more likely that you're going to remember stuff from class anyway. Yeah. And sleeping is so important. So don't cram all do don't do all nighters. Sleeping is so important. Also, if you're if you're tired, you're more likely to not do good on a test than if you're fully like energized and like awake. That's definitely something that happened to me. Like if I'm if I have not slept good because of my anxiety and because I'm so stressed, I will overall do worse because yeah your body's tired your brain has not gotten enough sleeping time to rest plan out your schedule and have enough time to sleep that's so important okay so Juliana do you want to talk a bit more about study methods specifically what works for you definitely yeah so the study method there I mean there's so many study methods right I mean these days like I've heard so many new study methods coming out um and gaining popularity Mm. 
let's see my I guess my study method would definitely be condensing my notes if that makes sense so if I have like three pages of notes right I will start making mind maps I'll um, condense them all into maybe like one page of like notes but very specific notes but there's so many so I mean you can read everything through you can recently someone has talked to me about like um, recording your notes and then you can just sit back and listen to this recording like listen back to it and just hear your notes you're not reading them you're just listening to it it does work for some people um, what are some study methods that you use more of it for me what works best is setting myself a specific time in which I want to study because I know mm -hmm. I will if I just say okay I have to study math today I'm not going to get anything done. I have to specifically write down how many questions I want to get done and what what specifically it is that I want to do. If I set myself a mm -hmm. time that I start, I will actually start because I struggle the most with pushing work behind and having this space where I'm really focused and I know, okay, I'm going to start now. That's what really works for me. Also, yeah. what I recommend is just having a set study space. Um, I do not recommend for me uh, studying in bed because... I don't know. I don't associate that with being as productive, but having... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, having a decluttered space, like somewhere you can <laughs> sit and not be overwhelmed by what is around you. That is um, good for keeping your mind focused as well. Yeah, and somewhere where you distinguish like, okay, this is where I'm going to learn. And then if you do that in your bed, you're going to think, okay, this is like a not nice place. But you need to think of your bed as a nice place. Because again, going back to the sleeping part, you need to sleep. That's mm -hmm. so important. So do your work, get it done, and then go to your bed and relax. That's your relaxing place. Definitely. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, but also recently, I don't know if you've heard, I've heard of the blurt method and it's been gaining a lot of popularity. And this is where you kind yeah. of read over your textbook and then you close your book and write as much, like you blur everything on the paper. You write as much as you can and you, like as much as you remember from what you just read. Honestly, hasn't been really working for me, but like, have you heard this of, of this method? I mean, I've heard of it and I've I've tried it, but I don't think it's that effective for me specifically. Yeah. But I mean, for you listeners, it might be effective. Good what it entails is just you read through your notes, um, your textbook and see what you can remember. And then afterwards, you add to your notes from the textbook. Yeah, you compare because sometimes mm -hmm. you forget some stuff and then you know that's the area you need to focus on. But honestly, like for me, I... I really like having my things in front of me, which probably, I mean, is not that effective because once you're in the test, you don't have things in front of you. But like, I really like having everything open and just taking notes and taking the most important things out of it. I feel like if I close my textbook and I just have to blurt stuff on the paper, I don't know, this it just stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> and that way, everybody has their own ways and own um, yeah, study methods yeah. that might work for them. Um, no, I, I just wanted to add one more study method that I've been recently trying out. Um, so it's the one where you have like short periods of where you study and then like a short break. People also do it where like you study for like 10 minutes, then like a two minute break, then you increase like 10 minutes studying, then a three minute break. Like, and you, you go until like, I don't know, two hours of studying, for example, and you mm -hmm. have like a 30 minute break. For me, what works best is having like a let's say 20 minute studying period and then like a five minute break. And again, 20 minutes and a five minute break. Um, that really helps because I can really focus for 20 minutes and I know that it's only 20 minutes and then I can just relax for five minutes and I just go on TikTok or I just go get a drink or talk to my mom. And that really helps me kind of um, relax again and then I can start again. So that definitely helps. But mm -hmm. yeah, 
Yeah, the technique you mentioned is actually called the Pomodoro technique, and oh. it has been getting a lot of popularity because it works for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I know that if I like specifically time myself, I'll be more, my, I'll be thinking more about the timer than actually being focused. So true, true. This may seem a bit, you know, bougie, but I just feel within myself when I need a break if I'm <laughs> starting to get less productive. Um. I think we can go back more specifically to desk anxiety and more specific things. So mm-hmm. we have a list here of specific things that you can do to manage your test anxiety. And I think oh, yes. it'd be great if we could go through that to help you, our listeners. Definitely. So we can start with planning ahead because honestly, probably the best one in this list, my opinion, planning ahead is really, really important because if you have, if you know that you have a test, let's say in two weeks, you need to plan when you're going to study because this goes back to cramming the night before, which you should not be doing. So if you know when you're going to have a test, you need to plan out your study timetable. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what I can yeah. call it? I like making to-do lists. That's for me, one of my all-time favorite things because it really does work for me. Um, I have it on my phone because I have my phone everywhere with me and I have it on this note, notes app and I just write down things I have to complete and then the exact date of when I have to complete it. And it's so satisfying. I don't know if you have this before, mm-hmm. but it's so satisfying when I just take it off and I've done it. So yeah. it motivates me to to do the things because if I have a long list and then, then nothing is ticked off, I'm going to be so mad and sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the dopamine of um, crossing things out and getting things done. Yeah. So having it physically can also help. Yeah. So how do you plan ahead, Marlit, for a test, for example? Well, recently, I'm going to be honest, I've not been planning ahead (laughs) as well. Um, But what I found works for me, I have like a small whiteboard next to my desk and I like writing, studying on that because it takes away the pressure of, you know, getting things wrong. You can just erase it all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just like having it there and taking it off there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second thing is going back to positive self-talk is realistic thinking. So first, you should identify your your trigger. Pay attention to your self-talk. What is it mm-hmm. that you're saying to yourself? Are you saying, oh, I'm going to fail this test. Oh, I'm doing so bad in this subject. Um, and then identify these thoughts that lead to anxiety and challenge this anxious thinking. Think of what is actually that's happening. Oh, I'm not studying that much. I'm not planning out my time correctly. And that's what's stressing me out. And not actually that you're failing the subject. You just need to be more organized in that regard. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's just some things that can go through your head, which you should not be thinking about. But like, for example, becoming distracted with something or becoming overwhelmed with something. We need to get rid of those negative thoughts that we constantly think of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know why we do it, but mostly everyone has this. And it's so funny because it's something to do with biology, I guess, but we're not going to get into that. But everyone has these negative thoughts and saying they're going to fail. And, you know, and it's always with tests where you're having this anxiety. But honestly, we should just really focus on, on just having these positive thoughts, going back to thinking, okay, I'm calm. I've revised. I got this. Mm-hmm. I mean, even me, I have to work on this. I really need to tell myself, you know, I got this. I can do it. It's very, very important to Mm -hmm. keep reminding yourself. And 
sometimes it's it is hard to do this by by yourself you know if you're stressed if you're feeling negative then it's likely you're not really going to believe in what you're saying that oh this is all so great but what <laughs> might help <laughs> is having friends around you who you know reinforce yes. this idea and remind you that no you're not failing or even good plan- that you're bringing this up yeah, yeah this is so important Mm-hmm. Or even finding different ways to study, trying out different study methods, going to different places to study. Maybe you might have a group study me- session with your friends. Anything yeah. that will I help mean, you try out anything new and productive. Yeah, some people say like they, working together really doesn't work for them. But honestly, like I'm going to give you my personal opinion. I love studying with people. It really, really does help help me. If you're with people, you have more like information flowing around you can test each other you can compare your notes because everyone has different methods which is so amazing like you can look at how this person has done their study method then you can show yours going back to like having the friends that really do support you and motivate you to work is so important if you have friends that like demotivate you tell you not to study that's obviously the worst thing but if you have friends that can motivate you and that can be there with you while you're studying for example and you Mm -hmm. can just share your knowledge honestly I think you're you're going to be very prepared for whatever you're revising for it really does help for me Mm, and then also in the regard of relaxing I think it's really important to separate work from relaxing and having Mm -hmm. a routine which helps you calm down after the day oh yeah if you're studying late at night then often you study until you go to bed and there's no time for your body to calm down, relax, and that's, stop thinking that's about so all true. this. Yeah. No, yeah, I definitely, like, agree with the whole routine. It's so important to tell yourself, like, I'm going to be studying between this and this, but don't go over because your body also, it's so important for your body to relax and for you to relax. Like, do what you like. For example, for me, it's watching Netflix, watching my favorite TV shows, just having a talk with my parents, you know, and it's so important to have that break because you have school and then you can study for Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time but then you know you need to also have that time for yourself that's really important what are some things that you do Marlit to help you relax one thing that I like to do is similar to yours just take my mind off of school and watch my favorite shows yeah but sometimes I also just don't like being close to technology because I spend all my day on my computer so maybe I'll take a hot shower or something and then just lay in bed and read a book or something Mm. Yeah, no, that that is definitely something that I want to highlight, like just having that break. It's so important. Yeah. We have this list here in front of us that we can just go over with tips to overcome test anxiety. Knowing what to expect. First of all, the most important thing is you have to know when the test <laughs> is. <laughs> that is yes. one of the major things. But then you should also know what is going to be in it and what it will be asking Asked, you to do. Yes. A yeah. lot of the times you actually don't know what exactly will be in it, but knowing what topics and units even will be mm-hmm. in it will help you narrow down your studying for it actually to be effective and for you not to get overwhelmed as quickly. Yeah. And then to get less stress, you also, if you just know the information that's going to ask for, you know, you don't know the questions, but you know, for example, what the questions will be on, that will also help you have that more calm feeling, if that makes sense. Like just knowing roughly, as Marlet said, what topic, what unit, and just going through that 
it always helps me if I know exactly mm-hmm. what the test will be on then I do have a more calmer feeling overall and if it's an assignment I mean it doesn't have to be a test if it's like a big assignment you can always look at the mark scheme I mm-hmm. always do that it works because you know what the teacher is going to expect and you know what marks you're going to get on for each like let's say I don't know criteria for example um yeah I mean past papers also yeah for so IB like, for resources IB yeah mm-hmm. there's I mean yeah definitely I've noticed in some subjects how there's like reoccurring patterns of the style of question that is being asked and mm-hmm. what like the way in which is being asked so looking at past tests or past papers really helps or even just going yeah. over your other tests that you've done before in the year um, and like correcting yourself there can also help true yeah and that doesn't matter if it's multiple choice or long answer questions just look at the similar question styles and as marlet said this is mainly for ib because it's always going to be the same types of kind of styles of questions so you can just go through the past papers specifically that's mm-hmm. going to be asking you for the specific question if that makes sense yeah, yeah and then also in that regard even knowing just key terminology you know what does definitely compare and contrast mean in ib what does determine mean what does all of these things Mm-hmm. yeah that's true um study methods we've kind of covered that already but again just kind of emphasizing that you, you need to choose a study method that is good for you that's so important mm-hmm. like if you're going to be using a study method that you hate and you don't really feel like it's helping you then you're not gonna get mm-hmm. that information into your head you know and even if you don't have really experience with studying specifically because I know I I wasn't really taught how to study you know, it's always trial and error. You can have a look at what study methods exist and then modify that to accommodate mm-hmm. you and what works for you. Yeah. And the, like the higher grade you get, the more you need to know the specific thing that helps you. So now that me and Marlit, for example, are in grade 11, I feel like I'm glad I have the study method that works for me because we do have, once you get into those grades in secondary where you have so much work piling up and you just have assignments and tests and you know, it just becomes kind of like a routine. You need to be very organized, like organized. Let's emphasize that word. Organization is so key. You need to mm-hmm. know what works for you because you might have like a test on Monday. You might then have a test on Wednesday and then you might have a big assignment due on Friday, for example. You need to be able to organize your time. And mm-hmm. if you're struggling with a study method like, and you're not being productive while doing that, so you just wasted like three hours of doing something that didn't help you at all, you know? Yeah, and also prioritizing your time in that regard what helps me is having my own calendar I mean for Mm -hmm. our school we have manage back where you have everything on there but your teachers might not always put what you need to do and what homework you need to do yes yes and so you said I have like a little calendar like a little booklet where I can quickly have it with me and if a teacher says something write it down that's so important remember Mm -hmm. like because some teachers (laughs) we have this experience some teachers decide not to put something on manage back and then they expect you to do it but you know you as a student that has so many other classes you don't always remember so write it down that's so important just write it down Mm -hmm. when you get it and then you don't have to think about it that next day for example and but you have it you know right written down okay and lastly start with what you know what is really important is that when you're going into a test you know that you're going to be faced with things that you don't know or that you haven't studied as well or that are just in the back of your mind 
What's important is that you skip over those questions and go to the ones that you know. Because if you're stuck with one question and you're just stressing about how you don't know it, how you're going to yeah. fail this test and not just gonna re- get it repeating done. in your head, like, I can't yeah. do this. I can't do this. Like, don't do that. <laughs> you're going to spiral eventually. So just yeah. move on and go back to it. I've had so many times where I opened the test paper. and I'm just like, oh, my God, what is this? Yeah, that first question just staring back at you like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like starting mm, to panic hi. and get hot and everything. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah I move on and then if you you move yeah if you move on and you go you you read all the questions which again is really important read the test first that's why sometimes in IB you also get like five minute reading time just read the questions and there must be a question that you know how to answer so just do that continue doing the ones you know and if you don't know something it's okay you can leave it I mean it's not the Mm -hmm. end of the world right just don't like don't focus and don't waste 30 minutes looking at just staring at this question and yeah I don't know saying you're not gonna do it because I mean you're not gonna do it if you don't know it then it's okay but just leave it you know do the things you know Mm -hmm. yeah and then once you're done with those you can always go back to them I've had it so many times where I just I didn't know it at the beginning but then I went back to it once I've done the questions I know because your blood starts flowing through your brain you know you start Mm -hmm. getting getting the hang of this test you know and that's so true at the beginning you might be like oh my god I don't know how to do this but once you start going back into the subject like for example it's math and you start doing some questions that you know you might suddenly remember how to do the question that you don't know how to do so Mm -hmm. yeah exactly that's something to emphasize you know start with what you know that's very important Okay, and I think and, you also want yes. to move on to something more physical that you can do for yourself. Yes, because that is so important. I mean, people don't really know, like some people know this, but so many people don't know this and they like, it's so important to exercise, guys. It's so important. So it really is scientifically proven that it can reduce stress. I'm not making this up. It will improve your overall stress because if you exercise and you you're, you elevate your heart rate and you just keep it beating for, it doesn't have to be long, like 20 to 30 minutes even, it can really improve your health because when you exercise, your blood starts flowing and after you exercise, when you sit down and you start trying to focus, you are focused so much more. That's why also when I'm in class and I haven't really walked or done something my I start shaking I start like tapping my foot on the floor you know or I start like Mm -hmm. I have to get up and I have to do something and so many people have this that's why exercising is so important but you know it should be something that you enjoy for example I really enjoy running um and you can do this like a few times a week um but yeah it it can include cycling basketball running as I said swimming and tennis and so much more Marlet, is there Mm -hmm. something that you really enjoy doing aerobically I mean, I'm really excited for volleyball to start because I know I'm going to start getting in a routine where I can actually yeah. get stuff done when I exercise. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be anything really exhausting, you know? It, it, even of course, just moving of course. your body is something that is so effective. Going for a walk with your dog, for example. Like, yeah. I, this is why I love having a dog. It literally sometimes I don't feel like walking, right? I don't want to walk the dog, but I have to. So I go out. And it does help. I come back and I sit and I feel like so much more focused. And I don't know what it Mm -hmm. is, guys. It's something biology. I don't know. We're not experts here, but it really does work. Just a little bit of exercise just to get your heart beating. Yeah, especially because you're sitting all day at school and then you come back and Mm -hmm. sit somewhere just to take this break where you're moving your body. That can be really effective. And also in school, maybe going up during break and go outside for a walk, you know. 
that can also yeah help. get some fresh air you know get your get your heartbeat going yeah definitely and that's yeah. this is also why PE teachers always emphasize you know like PE teachers can be annoying like trust me I yeah. get it but <laughs> but no they emphasize the fact that you just need to do something for like half an hour maybe I mean I don't know how long classes are these days but because IB students don't have it anymore but that's why it's so important to do something after school you're just sitting seven hours a day in school not doing anything it's so important mm-hmm. to exercise so yeah I'm excited for volleyball season three times a week having like an hour of volleyball and then going home and mm-hmm. being so much more focused on work yes I know also in school some teachers will allow you to just get up and go for a walk and that can also just really help breaking this routine yeah, of it just was, it was sitting a really down big thing. you know it was yeah yeah it was a really big thing in COVID wasn't it and then it's kind of stopped but that was so important because I mean COVID was okay so it was a five minute break to get fresh air um but honestly I think we should do this all the time it's so important yes, you need to get up I agree talk with your friends while walking that is we recommend people, yeah yeah some people just sit sit and talk but just go on a walk and talk you know go do something go get some fresh air go run a lap around the school like anything just ha- having just that little exercise a few times a week for 30 minutes you know that's 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 all I'm saying <laughs> yeah moving your body that's yeah. always great yes if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask we do have an Instagram account where you can yes. write anything under any post or maybe just even shoot a DM we are basing these episodes largely off of information that we're getting but we are not professionals but we do have these documents <laughs> available for anybody who wants to read into it more Yes, so, and we are in contact with our school counselor. So if you do have any like really serious concerns or questions, we can always contact our counselor and you can communicate with her through us. That's also more than okay. Just quickly, the Instagram is at student.mentalhealth.podcast and we don't have much on it. We just started, but definitely shoot us a message anytime you want or mm-hmm. Let us Leave know a what comment you like. on how you, yeah, how you like this podcast because that's really important. We have just started doing this, and we really need to know what we can do to improve, right? And what you like, what, we, what, what you really like, yeah, and what we should exactly. change. For our IACS community, we also send out a form where you can tick what you want to hear about, and we base our podcast off of that. That's why we have decided to do our first podcast about test anxiety because a, a lot of people, of people. have said mm-hmm. that they want to hear about test anxiety so we are cooperating with the counselor and we're getting some information from her don't worry this is all very very good information (laughs) yeah so i think that wraps it up thank you very much for listening and we hope to see you in the second episode thank you guys bye bye bye